2019 season, right? Or 2020 season? 2020. <laughs> 2020 season, yeah. Who knows what year it is, Justin? I don't. I don't remember what year it is anymore. I've lost total count. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. Tonight, I have with me Jenny Hodge, who is my oldest remaining teammate from the Power Lords, which makes her my oldest remaining friend in Dodgeball. <laughs> Jenny is here to help me announce the mock women's national championship that we're going to do. We spent about 65 weeks talking about our mock open championship, so I figured it's time to start talking about the women's now. Jenny, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Or how you doing? <laughs> doing pretty good there. So like I said, we spent, you know, forever talking about the men's national championship. So it's only fair to start doing that now for the women's. Definitely. You know, we learned a lot from the men's one. Uh, I think we learned a lot from the the birthday clash that you did with us, which was much more informal. Mm-hmm. And thanks to Felix, we have all the teams that hypothetically had signed up for 2019 season, right? Or 2020 season? 2020. <laughs> 2020 season, yeah. Who knows what year it is, Justin? I don't. I don't remember what year it is anymore. I've lost total count. So yeah, we have that to help us. I know that you've been doing research and talking to some some different members and different teams, trying to figure out which teams are together or which teams wouldn't have been together or mm-hmm. which players may have moved. And what I think there's some new names in here that are sort of maybe teams that have combined or created new teams or split up and created two different teams. But we're going to do the same thing that we did with the, uh, the men's. We're going to do a 16-team tournament. And I think we'll break that down because there is no North team to speak of sadly (laughs) Uh, even though there are north players that sort of spread around the country and play other places uh there are no north teams we're gonna do nine from the west yes nine from the west nine from the west four from the east Mm -hmm. and three from the south yes a lot of that was based on the fact that we also were looking at what regions had actually turned out to nationals in 2019 too so it was kind of seeing what was fair and kind of represent representation um, and then also what number of those teams had come to nationals so we would probably see those teams come to the next nationals too um, so if they were still doing the points where it was like the top four mm-hmm. who would have kind of gone to those tournaments there yeah and just so people know we have according to the list that we have we have 13 west coast teams six east teams zero north and four south teams correct so taking nine four and three is a relatively even representation of all those three regions yeah so i think it'll be really fun um both you and i have started talking to different people from the west and the east and the south to join us for regional uh podcasts so we'll do three different regional podcasts the west one will definitely be a bigger version of it because we're taking nine total teams yeah i think it'll end up being a longer podcast (laughs) might be a little longer it's like the other one's merged (laughs) yeah we might do the maybe we merge the south and the and the east because it's seven total teams from those two regions but i think it'll be really fun i i really would like to get all the women who are interested in talking about this with us getting them involved you know so if we do regionals we can have different people at regionals that we have in the nationals one Mm -hmm. i would love to get People who represent the higher level teams, you know, the teams that were in the finals last year, Invasion, Royale, Finesse, um, Ride or Die, those type of teams that are all sort of like right there at the end. I know there's a South team that was there. There was a combination team of like the South teams. Yeah, it was um, Chaos had seeded second, um, but they mm-hmm. came a bit short in the bracket. 
but yeah, they were really impressive at nationals and chaos was made. I think it was from um, WMD and the chaos team. there kind of combined to make that team. I'd love to get some of them involved. So if you're interested in being part of the podcast, you know, please reach out to me or reach out to Jenny. Um, we're going to run this podcast on both the dodgeball podcast and the, the wad pod, or as I like to call it, the hodgepodge pod. <laughs> It's not going to be that, Justin. <laughs> I know. I just keep pushing it. It's already branded. And it's not about it's... me. <laughs> also, if people haven't seen Jenny's awesome stickers, please look at her stickers. They're, they're oh, great. Thank you. I ordered some for my daughter, so I'm excited to give those to her. And they're in the mail, so she should get them soon. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I'm excited to see what you know how this comes out. I'm excited to sort of see how the bracket ends up laying out and sort of you know the matchups and who we can talk about playing against who. Considering we don't actually have games to watch or, or play, yeah, we can hypothetically talk about a matchup. That's why I'm like, I'm really excited about doing this because, like, I was listening to every single one that was the open one that was released, and there's not a lot of teams have changed in open. So it's like you're talking and you're like, okay, well, this. And so I feel like there was a, a lot of stuff that when teams have been picked is because you're kind of going off of like, okay, well, how did these teams kind of compete before? Whereas this time, mm-hmm. like the East Coast, there's probably only two teams that are similar. Like, so Royale's not changing. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think the devil's advocate team it's going to be some new players on it um so that's going to be interesting and then i think i think flower power is what was stealth mode but there's a lot of teams that were kind of original but they've made some really big changes so it's be exciting to talk about the east coast i know the south has changed a lot too um in their teams and then it was actually most surprising when we got in this list from is felix so shout out to felix that had uh given us a list for uh, those teams that had signed up to round one I was so surprised by seeing the west because not only um, was I thinking like okay what teams could still be around but there's a lot of surprises at teams that weren't there anymore and then now they've merged to make new teams yeah ride or die is now some yeah I'm like right I was like ride or die has broken up what <laughs> um, yeah they broke up or they rebranded into a different name or yeah like there's still probably I think like probably half of the teams now on the West coast are going to be new teams. So it's, it's interesting doing like a hypothetical tournament talking about teams that we haven't yet seen play together, but we know what players there. So it's, it's going to be interesting talking about play style and how we think what teams would come and work out. Yeah. It's like almost even more hypothetical. It's even more hypothetical than the, the open one was. Yeah. It's, it's a hypothetical, hypothetical tournament. Yeah. <laughs> It's really hypothetical this time. Yeah, but that that's definitely something that it's, I think it's going to be exciting to talk about because then like we're working through kind of, well, one thing I'm definitely going to be doing is reaching out to the captains of each of the list of teams that we've had. Luckily, we've kind of had, um, shout out to Brenda Kramer, you are a superstar that has kind of given us a, a bit of a start as to like who are on what teams. So it's kind of filling out the rest of it because obviously we want to, we want to make this as much detailed as what was on the open nationals tournament um, to kind of make it entertaining and fun. And then um, and as realistic as we can make, you know, definitely as realistic as we can make a hypothetical tournament. Yeah. <laughs> a hypothetical, hypothetical tournament. <laughs> exactly. But, and I think it's definitely cool. Like, especially you, we can start implementing things that you guys had started implementing later on in the nationals and exactly. when we were talking about yeah. the open 
um like i enjoyed watching uh, lucas and sean kind of doing like the path to victory and, mm -hmm. and things like that i thought it was really interesting so whilst we kind of explore regionally we can also kind of look to that to be like well what paths do these teams have to like coming out of it um one thing i did want to mention particularly for the east coast is that obviously well we're basing this tournament on the teams that had signed up to round one and if we're kind of taking it to be kind of the point system then these teams ideally are going to be at every round so they would have accumulated mm -hmm. the points i know that on the east coast there was potentially going to be either one maybe a second team that was going to be added um, that was from like the Cleveland area um, and then a couple more that were kind of kind of make uh, like a free agent team too. But mm -hmm. I think it was obviously it's everyone knows that when they had released the dates, like unfortunately there was a lot of people that couldn't make it um, just because of the time that they had released it, um, released the dates. And then, which is also part of the reason why there wasn't a women's tournament in the North or no women's team has signed up because I know so a in the north like round one was foam and cloth and then they didn't have any women's teams registered because I think there was like a conflict with another tournament too so it's, that's part of the main reason why we're not doing the north is that there wasn't any talks of teams so there wasn't any confirmation of what could potentially be there um, so I'm sad there's no north region to talk about <laughs> it also doesn't really seem like there are women's teams that are playing in the north i mean i could be wrong but i've reached out to to rebecca chappelle and she just seemed like there didn't seem like there was even a possibility of like a women's even two teams showing up into a tournament maybe a free agent tournament here or there that kind yeah, of thing think, but it didn't seem like any consistency and yeah. I, I know back when i was like i know back when i was in the north it was like we were gonna like make a team to be able to go but it was gonna kind of be if they could make the four like 4v4 or something um but it was like schedule wise and then i think a lot of it's too is that um i feel like the north is kind of like what the east was like before there was a women's division established because like in those years it was like hey what women want to come to nationals like let's just mm -hmm. make a nationals team we see you at co-ed and then unfortunately because the North, they just had implemented a co-ed division the season prior, then then it was like, they didn't have a chance to like get that where there's the women getting together. I know that Rebecca Chappell had brought together a North team that was called Vortex that went to the 2019 Nationals. They did pretty well, right? Yeah, and I think there was rumors about her playing on the West Coast mm -hmm. for this season. So I didn't know what was going to be like her main team but yeah they did pretty well when i talked to her she seemed like she was going to be playing out of region sort of like a page like a page kind of thing yeah tanya plays out of region right she's from minnesota yeah tanya kaiser so she plays yes. out of region as well and i guess ashley cook as well is out of region basically as well it's amazing there's some actually really amazingly talented women yeah, play she... in the north and they all play in other regions <laughs> yes uh, there are. i think it's funny like you look at like the all-star i think it's like the all-star team from two years ago and it was like, oh, the North All-Star team might be the best yeah. All-Star team and none of them play on any team in the North. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's going to be exciting. I'm, yeah, it's going to be I'm really fun. And I it. agree. It's going to be nice to sort of like come into this tournament after knowing what we sort of figured out in the, the open one. So, you know, basically, like basically a shout out to Lou and 
and Sean, who did so much work behind the scenes, sort of putting that stuff together. Do you have anything else you want to add to it? This is sort of just a short little pod just to get people excited about it and also to reach out if you're interested in being part of it. Yes, it's like you're saying, it's kind of to be like, oh, we're trying to like, obviously want to make this as much detail as possible. Um, unfortunately, the women's division is not as big as what is in open or co-ed. So like a lot of the teams are as known. So our biggest thing is if you guys could please yeah. help us out with who's on what team. And like I said, like I'll be reaching out to a lot of these captains to kind of be like, um, can you please give us a list? And then we'll be able to go from there. It's exciting. It, our double hypothetical, real mock national championship. <laughs> Here we come. Better than before. <laughs> well, Jenny, I'm, I'm excited to run the gamut of like, a, you know, 25 podcasts with you for this. Um, you know, I enjoy talking to you on all these podcasts. So I will cut us there. Yeah, I'll cut us there. Thank you. And uh, I'll pay I you hope later. to, I'll pay you later. Well, we'll be talking soon. And I hope <laughs> to have the rest of you women who are interested uh, on the pod as well. Yes.